Western Contours podcast, sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. Whether you're chasing bugles over the next ridge, sitting a stand out east, this is about passion, pursuing our dreams of field, our lifestyle, the betterment of self and community, the enlightenment that comes from those moments spent in God's creation. Through these conversations, I hope you find insight, inspiration, education, and motivation to push beyond your limits. All right, so here at Western Hunt Fest, the raffle's going on in the background. We talked about sitting down last year. I'm bad with schedules. Um, so let's go, man. Give us a give us a quick intro and uh, tell us about self guided hunting and uh, what you what you pounding at. So uh, I'm Justin, self guided hunting apparel. Um, just kind of trying to create an apparel line to help support, you know, the basic hunter guys just going out there and they're doing it themselves. You know what I mean? And um, you don't need to be guided by anybody to be successful, you know, and, and I feel like that kind of takes away uh, motivation from a lot of people. They, you know, they go out there, they don't have a good time, they're, you know, pretty uneducated out there in the field, and so they feel the need to have to find somebody to kind of do the work for them. Um, so I'm kind of trying to promote the... You can do it yourself. It's it's not that hard. So there's a conundrum though, right? Because if you have the means, and that's you know, some guys are I'm a challenge, right? right? So some guys, you know, they got five days, but they could spend the money. Um, don't have the experience, or are looking for the right guy that offers education, um, and which is which is a lot of cases, right? Right. You know, I can think of several dudes off the top of my head that you're going to get a stellar education from. Now, there are, you know, fly-in, fly-out type deals, right? And, and I don't know I don't know that if I didn't have the means that I wouldn't want to experience something like that to understand it. So I'm not seeing being cautious opinions or opinions. Uh, but I don't know that I see any detriment in somebody just getting out now whether somebody else has the gumption that you and i have to go suffer and suck and get our asses beat right that's that's what it really comes down to right it's really about an experience that you're looking for and i think a lot of people don't I, so i hunted with a buddy of mine he started bringing me out on this hunt. and it's a guided hunt on catalina island and there's phenomenal animals, right? And it's not like it's not like you know fishing a barrel type hunt, right? Over right. the feeder, you're you're on the mountain, you're up and down, you're you know going all over this island. But it is a guided hunt, and my buddy's hunted for years. He's never packed out an animal. He's just never been exposed to the experience that we have. But there's no way that I'm like you know I'm not going to go hunt that island. Like it was you know when I was in California, that was like one of the hunts that I wanted to do hard to draw the way they do it it's, it's state tags but it's run through the conservancy of the island um, so it's really your only access to that island and it was it was actually an eye opener for me because just like a lot of us that you know that hunt public land DIY type stuff right it, it was almost easy to shun that but then when I experienced it, I'm like, oh, they just never had the experience. So like with Dennis, right? We get out there, we hunt a year, you know, the guy packs his stuff out and I'm, it's all odd to me. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna dress my deer. I'm gonna pack my deer out, mm -hmm. right? Um, and they're so used to, they're like, really? 
<laughs> right. other guys, they just, they've never had the experience. So I think it was the second year I go, Dennis, you're packing your, you're packing your deer out this year. And it was nasty. Do you get on the leeward side of this island? It's, I mean, it is brutal country. And you're talking the highest peak is, you know, 2,500 above sea level. So you're not elevation wise, it's nothing. But when you look at the island, I mean, it's, it's brutal hunting country. And uh, had him pack out. And it was like this enlightenment for him and me, right? To see, to see both sides of that world, right? Right. The money that that hunt cost, I, I, I wasn't paying. But then, you know, he's able to do that. And you're talking a lot of these guys, man. That's that's just their experience. So, your opinion's your opinion, and I've had that opinion. But you have to experience it from those shoes to really understand it. Now, the exposure of saying, hey, this DIY experience is so powerful that I think everybody should do it, right? I can't, the way we are right now as hunters, I can't say that anyone's approach, unless they're a shit bag and they're shooting through brush and, you know, things like that. I can't, after experiencing it and seeing the air quote disconnect, it's hard for me to say that's the wrong approach. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Some people just don't, they just don't know. I was, I was perplexed, right? I started hunting with a $200 bow, walking up trails, not knowing a goddamn thing and struggle bussing. And these guys have the ability to go, hey, I have this interest. Well, they got the finance, right? I mean, it's kind of that, you know, for me, the path less traveled, but for them, my path was the path less traveled, you know? Right. And I, you know, I feel with that, uh, you know, money can buy you a lot of things, but I feel like, uh, in this situation, it can't buy you the experience. You know, um, it's kind of, you know, being Colorado based, it's like going on a hog hunt, okay? We don't have hogs in Colorado. I'll call somebody up, um, for instance, Jason with uh, Team All Out, got a nice chunk of property down in Texas. I was just on the phone with him, he's a great guy. Um, we're gonna link up, get ready to do a hunt down there. Never hunted hogs before in my entire life. This guy's going to take me out there. He's going to show me the ropes, but he's not going to clean my animal. He's not going to pack my animal out. I'm going to show him that this is what I do. You point, I'll go and get it kind of thing. You know what I mean? And so in that situation, yes, I can understand that. But when you got guys like me and you, we're out there. We're busting our ass out there on the hillside. You know, we're putting in the blood, the sweat, the tears, you know, being out there in the freezing cold trying to hunt down this you know, mythical animal that, you know, where is it at kind of thing. And uh, you got these guys that just, you know, there's a, find these elk ranches and elk farms, you know, and they just go out and, you know, let me pay $5,000. Okay, but there's something to be said about it. They put themselves in a position to go spend the five grand. Now, right. would, would I do that? I have, right? I was like, I want to go on that hunt. Here's... I, I'm paying for the tag. Different scenario, right? And then in that in that camp, there was dudes that were doing the same thing, right? They throw it in the truck, go back to camp, oyster up, guides clean it up, and and there was an instruction piece to it, right? Right. Um, it's an experience thing. I mean, I get I, I get what you're saying, but I've 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 found, and I got some years on your ass, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> and I've found that putting my feet in someone else's shoes and walking that path whether I disagree or agree with it 
right? It, 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 there's enlightenment there because then you get to see it from their side of things. It's a trip. Now, do I agree with a guy spending $30,000 flying in, shooting the animal, and then flying right back out and doing them? Not really. Do I agree with, you know, I, high fence hunting for the longest? I'm like, man, that's bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like, it's the, that's their experience. Why do I get I'm going to just go have my, go do my thing and, right. you know what I mean? Because, and then conundrum, right? You can't, you can't be hard and fast and be like, yeah, I'm going to go out there with this guy. You know what I mean? I, you know, and I feel like there's so much more of an appreciation when you, when you really put in the work. Oh, absolutely. You know what I, I mean? would, I would 110% agree. You know, that animal tastes 10 times better yeah. when you know, man, no, I, like I, I broke myself to yeah. get this thing, Yeah. you know, and. Um, that's just kind of what I'm based around, you know, it's just the way that I was raised, the way that I was brought up. And, um, I guess for me, it's kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. You know, uh, we hunt a lot of Southern Colorado and where we go, uh, decide, uh, outside of Andenito, there's, uh, an elk farm there and huge bulls, probably some of the biggest bulls I've ever seen, you know, seven by seven, six by six, you name it. And, uh, they trailer these things and they take them out. That animal has no idea what to do. Right. And these hunters just, they shoot them right there. Right. And it's like. And there's that, that is, that is, you know, absolutely questionable. Like farm, <clears throat> farm animals. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. But does that, does that necessarily mean that those guys don't want the experience or they just, they just don't have the information for them. For a lot of people, that is hunting. I talked to a guy on one of the Catalina hunts. I think it was my first year. And this dude owned a fab company and they made uh, high performance off-road parts for like, uh, I guess there'd be rally trucks, right? And then they got into the UTV world, just blew up. And this guy goes over to like, and I, I can't remember, Mongolia or some shit, right? And he goes and was like, hey, the weather's bad, we can't get up the mountain, you know, unless we had a helicopter. And he's standing there and he's like, well, whose helicopter is that? This is the story I got, okay? And uh, they, in an hour, he was in that helicopter because he had the money to lift it up, and he went and killed two animals that day. That's that's his experience, right? They, if you have the means, I mean, shit. If I can go and whose helicopter? You know what I mean? Like, there's no way I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get on that hunt. But again, I think it's what experience you're searching for. Like that, I, man. Tom was his name. Uh, I wish I remembered the name of the guy. Super, super cool dude, and just. He had fuck off money that most of us have is right. our yearly income. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. So it was like, okay, I kind of got it, right? And, and and it's hard to it's hard to settle. It's hard to settle into. I don't have that shit, but you do. You know what I mean? It's kind of a weird. It's a weird place to be. And yeah. I felt I felt fucking out of place, right? Because I'm just I'm a blue collar dude. So I'm sitting there with these dudes that are flying their own planes over to the island, you know, rolling their yachts over and jump off the dinghy and go hunt. I mean, it's it's interesting, man. I mean, but, and, you know, don't get me wrong. I, you know, if you have the money. Well, that's but that's the thing, right? So if you have the money and there's a level of work that it took them to be able to have fuck off money. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So that but I, you have to know that 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 background to that. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think I think as. It's like archery, muzzleloader, rifle, LR. We, we, we put these lines in the sand, 
when it comes to what we do. Right. Just because you're shooting trad and I like LR or because you have big ass fuck off money and I make, you know, a hundred thousand a year just to get by in today's world, it doesn't mean that I need to know your backstory. I know you're a fucking hunter. Now I may not think what you do is as good or you know, even close to what I do, mm-hmm. but why the fuck am I gonna judge you staying in your lane? I'm gonna stay in my fucking lane and I'm gonna go enjoy this experience. And then as we put lay our shit down and we have those conversations or try to provide the experience from our side, there's some enlightenment there, right? And we may pull those guys over. But on the other side of that, if we go, man, fuck what you do, what are they gonna do? Who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Who are you, kid? You ain't got, you know what I mean? I'll stand on my wallet and you go cry about what the fuck I'm doing. Right. That's, I mean, that's really what it amounts to, right? Right, right. I don't want to, some of them dudes, I don't, five foot two, they stand on their wallet, they're six foot ten. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to fuck around with you. <laughs> no, <laughs> you no, know I mean? you know, and, and I get it, you know, and, and I've had conversation with guys like that. You know what I mean? And, and we start talking to hunting and right off the bat, you're a hunter, I'm a hunter, mm-hmm. you know, let's sit down, let's talk. Yeah, that's. I think that's where, I, especially, especially what we are up against as a demographic on on a whole. Man, I almost feel like it's going to go the way of you better start saving because you're going to be hunting every couple three years, you know. And it, we're getting attacked, man. I mean, being hunting, you know, hunters, we're, we're we're getting attacked by a lot of people from different directions, you know. And and I feel like if I can sit down with those people and say, look, this is what I go through to get to that animal and this is what I do with that animal Mm -hmm. I feel like it puts a little bit of a better taste in their mouth than going well I just paid $10,000 to go out there and shoot it right you know what I mean well there there is an aspect of the of the perception from the outside but I would be more concerned with how we were treating and handling each other within our demographic, right? Right, right. And, and I'm not trying to shit on, you know, your, like I say, your opinion's your opinion, and I've held the same opinion, but the more I see us divided, the more, I, the more concerned I grow because of the organization that the folks on the outside have. There's no divides, right? If they don't care if it's a wolf, it's a deer, it's an elk, it's a bear. They want none of our shit. They don't care whether we're paying and it's air quote trophy hunting, whatever the fuck that means nowadays, mm-hmm. or if it's a sustenance hunter. They could care less. They don't want to see any of it. Um, so I think there's a dilemma in how we deal with each other and how we view each other and our different approaches at whatever it is, you know. Um, you get staunch spot and stock guys and they will you know I mean even on something like elk right we consider elk everybody talks calling 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 I talk calling 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 I enjoy that aspect of it oh yeah you talk to certain guys and they're like dude I if I call at all it's a lot right right uh, Bill over at Iron Will he's, he's one of those spot and stock elk guys and it's phenomenal to me I think Dan Staten right another well known uh, hunter I think Dan is pretty much a spot and stock elk guy. There's divides in everything we do, and it, it and for me it's so inconsequential in the big picture, especially with us being under attack. I mean, 
you listen to my podcast. Yeah. So when I started this podcast, it was because I see the beauty in everything we do. That sounds kind of whatever, food, food, fluffy. But I see the beauty in hunting. I know how beauty, how beautiful it is, and how it affected my life. And I and I really wanted to highlight that. But here we are fighting everything. I mean, talk about Colorado. We talk about wolf introduction, re well, air quote reintroduction, right? Um, and how that is divided and. It's like, how are we gonna? How are we gonna fight that shit if we're worried about some dude that can stand on his wall and be ten foot tall, and you're your average blue collar guy that's struggling to get by? You know what I mean? It just the shit don't make any sense to me anymore. Um, and I'm not saying that I've never done it. I don't have my fucking opinions, and I haven't been wrong. I think there's error in all our ways, but I really think that we need to just say, look, bro, you're a hunter. If you can support it across the board. I think we're all better for it. Uh, it's an interesting point that we're at. Right. You know, and if a guy's going out and he's buying a co-op beer off of a farm and they raised it to get shot and he has these, I hate that shit. I'm not going to oh, bullshit. Yeah. I see some of the whitetails and there's like 64 points and he's like 380 inch whitetail. Yeah. He's been, you know, he's been bred to go and, and basically, you know, jump out the trailer and boom. It's not about the meat at that point. I don't, you know? I don't dig that. I don't dig it. Um, I'm definitely a guy that's in for the experience. I don't agree with that shit. And, and honestly, do I consider that hunting? No. Is there any benefit to that in terms of wildlife management? I don't see it because it's coming off of a fucking field, right? I, that well, the conservation's it, gone. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely gone. So that point I will agree with. But I think we need to examine just because a guy can spend five, ten. 20, 30 grand. I mean, was it, you ever heard of Tahone Ranch? I have, yes. Okay, so Tahone, I think the, I think at this point, dude, I, and I'm probably wrong, but I think the minimum hunt on there for a bull is probably upwards of 50 grand. Now, my question for that guy paying that is, are you paying that to be there and then you go out there and you put in that work for that animal? Or does somebody take you out there and point a finger and go, that one? I, I think that there is probably both of those scenarios based on who it is that's hunting the property, quite honestly. Um, I know you can get out there and hunt hogs, right? Talking hog hunting. Right. You can go out there and I'm not sure, you know, Tahone was, was out of my price range. Um, so I've never really looked at it. I can go hunt pigs on public, right? For right. the price of a tag. It just wasn't, it wasn't something I was going to spend money on. But I think you have both scenarios there. And I know... The guy that that guides there, and I mean, you want to talk about a phenomenal, a phenomenal guide, a phenomenal hunter, probably one of the, you know, everybody's into shed hunting, which I, I never really understood, but this dude can spot a shed too, like a little forky that's six inches long, dude, from a mile and a half away. It's like how in the hell? It's an exaggeration, of course, but how the hell did you see that? You know, hey, you know, there's guys out there with that talent. Jeff, Jeff, y'all I know. Yeah. Jeff, hey. that's running this event. I mean, we were driving to Texas for a hunt uh, about a month ago, and we're going down the road at 80 miles an hour. This dude is like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, what in the world, man? It's pretty impressive. He did that in a, in a cornfield. Uh, we were hunting pronghorn. Mm -hmm. It was me, him, and uh, Efren. And uh, he just come up out. You know, it was like seven foot tall field of corn and coming we, out with sheds he's coming out with his light tail sheds and i'm going i think he what? smells them dude he, he has to smell them. yeah 
But so talk about uh, self-guided. So you guys have you know the apparel um, and really want to influence. I didn't mean I don't want you to think I was shitting on you, right? With your oh no, perspective. no, no. Um, really wanting to influence getting out there and DIY and hitting hard. Yeah, and it's just you know for everybody. Um, I want to see more kids getting involved in this. Um, I feel like we've kind of turned this into like a men's kind of sport. You know what I mean? Or hobby. And uh, I think more women need to get involved in this. I'm gonna challenge you again. Okay. Sport and hobby. This. I mean, if for me, it's it's my life. Like, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can you can say I'm taking this for you. Can't do this. You can't do this. You can't. As long as you don't mess with my hunting, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I'm good. This is a lifestyle yeah, for me as there well. You, go. you know, I had to get that in there. And uh, and I guess in a way that that that's what I'm talking about right there. You know, uh, do you live this? Right. Or is this your your way of going and staying busy for for a minute right, you know right I don't, uh, I don't know that i mean i'm sure there are people but is i don't know that anybody can't get get out in the field in in whatever scenario and really feel you're you're taking a life right and that connection to life i don't care how you do it has to be profound right, right? there's no way that you can go out and then and, and maybe there are folks that just are are cold to it but man it, it's so profound to understand that that's a life and that life is providing sustenance. Um, yeah, there's just something about it that I can't imagine anyone just ignores. And you know, for me, uh, growing up, you know, I was always told, uh, you know, I hunted with my grandfather my whole life, learned everything I know from that man. Uh, and he always told me, you know, when we're out there, from the time that we get to where we're going, to the time that you get on that animal, you're hunting. Mm -hmm. The second you drop that animal, the hunt's over. You're working. You're working. You <laughs> yeah. know, and uh, that's where the the appreciation really right. comes into play. And um, I know my my buddy who helps run my booth with me. Um, he does all my screen printing. Um, he shot his first bull this last year, and uh, he had never seen a bull in his life. You know, and then uh, we go out there and and go to an area no, neither of us have ever been shoots this monster six by six and uh he really felt the appreciation when we got that thing back to the truck right. he was he was dying it's next level i mean it is. you can't you can't put a you can't put a price on that experience absolutely not no. um it's just i i've i struggle to find the words to put on a good description of, of what it all means, you know what I mean? Um, there's nothing better, right? I mean, you're out in God's creation, and I hunt solo a lot, right? So you're you're talking to your creator when you're not talking to yourself. You're having that conversation with your creator right. more times than not. I mean, you're able to push yourself to places that were unfathomable from you know what I mean like I didn't I didn't grow up hunting right I didn't have that experience grew up in, in Southern California Los Angeles you know you look up and there's mountains there but you know what the mountains meant it meant Griffith Observatory and it meant the Hollywood sign there was nothing beyond that Hollywood sign when I was when I was a kid and then you know when I was when when I was able to get out and hunt it was like wow this shit has been here and it's like a revelation like this has been here my entire life and i had no idea but it changed my entire path of life yeah it just it's an unbelievable endeavor man. 
So I ain't, yeah, again, I'm not, I wasn't trying to shit on you. I was just trying to challenge it a little bit. No, I like it. Our appreciation, I, I like it. our appreciation of getting out and grinding and doing it yourself um, is probably I, close to identical. There's nothing like it. You know, no. even when you get your ass kicked, like, you, you learn to take those take those beatings and turn them around and learn from them, right, and get educated from them and, and hopefully <laughs> go do better, you know, your next outing. And it's just, man, it's something that is, it's beyond, it's beyond a blessing in my head to be able to get out and do it, man. And then to share time at events like this with people like you, God's Country for Heroes, you know, Faru folks, and just have, you know, brief conversations, right? And understand that we are all like-minded. There's no, yeah, it's just fucking amazing. Yeah, these, you know, everybody here is amazing. You know, we had this conversation yesterday um, about how you just show up to an event like this, and it's like a family. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody just, nobody's looking down on anybody here. And that's the thing, right? I'm sure that there's guys, gals in this in this room at this facility that have spent money on hunts, right? I mean, I think I know that they they died hunts on this property. I believe that it's about $20,000 on elk hunt. And it's a 10-year waiting list. Oh, yeah. I have no idea who in here can experience it from that, you know, price point. Right. Who hasn't? You know, it's just like, there's no there's no judgment when you're when you're in here. And that's the best thing about it. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, this event is second year for me being here. Um, we'll be in Bailey again. Um, and it, it's just getting better and better. Yeah. So oh, it's sweet event. It, it is. The boys are doing a really good job putting it on. But yeah, brother, I'm glad we sat, sat down. I like I like to have conversations, not with conflict, but with good with good thought, right? To, right. to share our, our passion about it. So I appreciate you. Yes, man. sir. Thank you. Let folks know where they can find you and whatnot. Um, you can check us out at uh, selfguidedapparel.com. Uh, Instagram at selfguidedhuntingapparel. Um, we have a Facebook page as well. So check us out. If you like our merch, you can order and we'll ship it out to you. Yeah. Thanks. Yes, sir.